BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. We're brawling this team. The guy yells over the glass, go back to the NHL, Preston, you loser. Can't even say it with a straight face. It was a good beak when we'd roll into a bigger center. They'd say, go back to Winyard. Uh, go back to the NFL, where I was making more money and doing better. I'd like to. Thank you very much. <laughs> where I was flying on the charter with the uh, double-wide leather suits and the filet mignon. Yeah, working on it. This is the Rod Peterson Show. That sure is. Uh, Happy Monday, sports fans. Welcome to the RP Show. We are in a very special location. And I'll tell you where in just a moment. It is episode number 815 of your favorite daytime sports and entertainment talk show. I'll let the cat out of the bag. We're at the beautiful River Cree Resort and Casino in Edmonton, Alberta. The Enoch First Nation specifically. And it's our first of two weeks here in the City of Champions covering the 2022 World Juniors. And we're going to talk about all of your favorite topics, too, over the next two hours. We've got some very special guests going to join us today. Peter Labardius, the longtime Calgary Flames radio analyst. The World Juniors are his favorite thing in the world. And uh, Lou's going to join us to give us a great preview. And former Edmonton Oilers captain, Ethan Morrow, is going to be with us. And there's a bit of a story behind that. Uh, Let me just say that I'm very... Excited to have Ethan Morrow on the program. The story of why he's here will blow your mind. And speaking of blowing your mind, let's bring in the co-host and the boss around here, Darren Moose DuPont, who is, I don't even know where he is. Moose, tell the world where you're at here on this Monday as we crack the lid on a brand new week. Yeah, I'm actually on campus, Rod, at Brock University for the 2022 Canada uh, Summer Games. Um, it's in the Niagara region down here in St. Catharines and Niagara Falls and, and Welland, Ontario, who we know, uh, you know, Biz Nasty has been on the show from Welland and all the hockey players from there. So I'm in a wonderful region and having a great time. When I was talking to you, when I was talking to you, 
Yeah, wicked echo coming through there. So I don't know if the boys uh, can fix that or what they need to do or if you need to put your headphones in. But well, listen, can you hit the quick six show horn, uh, Director Jordan, and then we can go from there and we'll get it all sorted out. Thank you. Thank you. What we're going to do here, everybody, is what we always do, and that is just a Monday morning for us in Western Canada or afternoon coffee session here. We're going to talk about a lot of things. And uh, number one, my point, because we're going to get through the World Juniors, the CFL, I got the Blue Jays here, uh, CEBL. Number one is simply weekend sports wrap. And because it's the Rod Peterson Show, Moose, I'll go first. And then I want to ask you what your weekend sports was. Like I watched its and bits and pieces of the CFL, but it's beautiful weather. In Canada, we only get a couple of months of this weather. So I didn't sit on my couch and watch six hours of CFL football on Saturday. I watched as much as I could. I really like the schedule when there's one game a day, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But six hours is a lot to ask. And then was in the car up here on Sunday, just enjoying the trip. Fud Ruckers in Saskatoon. It's changed. It's changed. Stopped in Lloydminster. Got some uh, Rough Rider uh, Slurpee Cups. Uh, stopped and visited the world's biggest Easter egg in Vegas. Just having a nice day and got in here to River Cree. Darren, remember how I told you we didn't want to leave Gray Eagle because of the way they treated us? Whoa. Whoa. How nice they're being here at River Cree. We're in the Chiefs boardroom, by the way. The Chiefs boardroom, if you don't know, that's a big deal. They got coffee. They got danishes. You're not even here, Darren, to enjoy it. <clears throat> 10 restaurants in this thing, two ice rinks. Some guys are writing me going, is that what, that's where the orders practice? I'm like, I don't know. I'm just learning this place. They're treating us like the Lord Fauntleroy. It's the greatest place in the world. Don't you wish you were here? Dude, I wish I was there so bad. I mean, I got to ask, <laughs> have you found any pizza on the buffet at River Creek? They probably have that. And you know what they probably have? They probably have the ice cream sundae bar for dessert. It sounds like it. Stop. Stop. It was steak and prawns for $21.99 last. $21.99. Steak and wow. prawns in the restaurant. And our COO, Lee Genier, who's making his way up here right now, he was like, hey, you know what? Get all set up and make yourselves at home. Because Lee had the relationship with this place. He goes, and go have some steaks. So that's what we did. <laughs> so no, Unbelievable, no pizza. man. Here, we're we're, we're having steak. Why not? We deserve it. Okay, so moving on to point two. And by the way, nobody in Canada talks more CFL than us, so hang on. We'll get to those points. But first, hockey. That's why we're here. 2022 World Juniors. I got good news. I got bad news. So the good news, I guess, is this. Monday will be the final day of tune-ups for teams taking part in the World Jays. Action in the 10-country tourney gets underway Tuesday at Rogers Place. Canada in Pool A of the round robin with Finland, Slovakia, Czechia, and Latvia will play Latvia Wednesday. It'll be the first time since 1988 that all games will be held at one venue with fans. That's the good news. Before we go any further, our gal Morgan, uh, our office person, and whatever else she does, she is uh, the glue of this whole place. She's informed me that we have tickets. So if you want to go to the World Juniors, we have tickets available right now. If you're in the Edmonton area, you want to come down and watch Tuesday's games, 4 p.m., Latvia versus Finland, or 8 p.m., USA versus Germany. Text us right now. World Juniors. All to the number on your screen, 902-518-3033. Text World Juniors right now. We've got tickets for free to go to those games. 
So if you want to whine and complain the tickets are too much, which in a lot of cases, in a lot of sports, they are. Here's free tickets to the World Juniors. Text us now, and you'll be going. Or at least we'll randomly pick the winner. Now, the bad news, and this is annoying me a little, Moose. An Edmonton professor says, odd summer timing and an ongoing sexual assault scandal at Hockey Canada could be the reason thousands of tickets to the World Juniors are still available on the eve of the tournament. Dan Mason says, it's unusual the games Team Canada is playing are not sold out. More than 1,000 tickets are still available for purchase for the first game between Czech Republic and Slovakia Tuesday at Rogers Place in Edmonton. About 1,300 tickets are available for the next day when Canada takes on Latvia. I don't know where this professor's from. The CEO of Explore Edmonton, which promotes tourism in Edmonton, says the marketing organization paused its promotion of the games in response to the allegations. Tracy Bednard adds the organization continues to have discussions with Hockey Canada officials. Now, excuse me, 1,300 tickets are left available in an arena that holds 17,000, and you're bitching about it? When I heard tickets were... Not sold out. I'm thinking, ah, 50%. Maybe we'd be lucky. It's August, for the love of God. And, look, front cover Edmonton, son. World Juniors and the Hockey Canada and the thing. Front cover! I picked this up on Sunday. World Juniors, a tough sell for hockey fans. Really? Because you're telling me 16,000 tickets were sold for the first game. I don't want to come into a new town and piss people off but I'm a little disappointed at the Edmonton Suns trying to stir something up here. That's an astounding amount of tickets sold, Darren, as far as I'm concerned, for this tournament. How how do you feel on that? Yeah, I feel the same way, Rod. I mean, unless there's, you know, a situation where they're only selling the lower bowl for some reason. Um, But if they're selling the entire arena and there's only 1,300 unsold tickets, I think they've done pretty well. You know, I was expecting the same thing. Like, I was expecting it not to be sold out. Like, I thought if we got to 50%, 60%, 70% capacity, that'd be pretty good for a tournament that we all associate with Christmas time. We don't always, we've never really seen it at other times of the year to know if we just like the tournament because it's the tournament or if it's the tradition of the holidays and the Christmas tree and all of that all together. You know, I I wasn't sure how the experiment would work. So if that's the case and they've sold over 15,000 tickets, I'd be blown away by that and, and call that extremely successful. Uh, Jason and Red Deer, Great Eagle and River Cree are two of the best venues in the province. They treat you like gold. Yes, absolutely. From Todd Pinckney in the Queen City, River Cree Casino is one of the best locations in Edmonton. Love that place. I'm not blowing smoke, man. This place is posh. Uh, John Ohm in Winnipeg says tickets are not selling for the juniors because it's summer. People are busy doing other things. It's pretty simple. Yeah, but are they? Like, again, if there's only 1,300 tickets left for the game, I'd say tickets are selling pretty good. And I feel like people are just trying to stir stuff up, which annoys me. Anyways, the 163rd running. My bell broken. The 163rd running of the Queen's Plate is taking place on Sunday, August 21st. There we go. A day full of the best thoroughbred racing in Canada. Great fashion, amazing food, and loads of fun. Get your tickets today at woodbine.com or play along with Woodbine's Dark Horse Bets app, available for Android and Apple devices. Point three, a couple of NHL notes. Boston Bruins captain Patrice Bergeron is coming back for another season. 
Almost three months after he left the ice without any certainty that he would return, the five-time Selkie Trophy winner signed a one-year deal with the Bruins today. It'll pay him $2.5 million with potentially another $2.5 million in bonuses. Meanwhile, in Winnipeg, Mason Appleton of the Jets signed a three-year $6.5 million contract on Sunday, avoiding arbitration. Appleton had eight goals and 13 assists in 68 games for the Jets and Seattle Kraken last season. Um, can we get summer over with and start the NHL regular season, please? I was uh, saying to Serena this morning, who, by the way, she'll be with us an hour or two. It's fake news, man. Like Patrice Bergeron's been on the free agent market since free agency opened on what, July 13th. It's now been almost a month and people are saying to me, oh, he resigned last week. They're like, oh, he resigned with Boston. Didn't you hear that? No, he didn't because he just did today. All the fake news, all the bunk, I'm over it. I'm tired of it. Can we just play the regular season? I hate this time of year. Anyways, to point four, and before we get into the CFL talk, our CFL coverage for Bronco Plumbing, Heating, and Cooling, the preferred plumbing, heating, and cooling company of the RP Show. Find everything you need to know about our services, financing, product information, and more at broncoplumbing.com. Uh, there's a ton of comments coming in. Tell your friends, by the way, that we are live streaming on YouTube, but we're also on Game Plus Television all across Alberta and BC on Telesoptic TV, Sastel Max in Saskatchewan, Bell MTS Cable in Alberta, and all throughout Eastern Canada on Rogers, Kojiko, East Link. Um, to the CFL stuff, interesting here. Interesting, interesting. From the comments. I'll get to them in a minute. Here's my week nine wrap in the CFL, Darren. Uh, I don't know. Listen, you've been in that St. Catharines area, southern Ontario, for quite some time. What's, is there any CFL buzz down there? <laughs> Not much. And we were out for dinner at an Italian restaurant. And I'll, and I'll you know, preface this by saying we're you know, about an hour or less from Toronto. Um, still, it feels like the area. We're not far from Hamilton, less than an hour, you know, in that area. Um, we were out for dinner at a beautiful Italian restaurant a couple of nights ago when our server says, nah, man, you're in Bill's country here. You're in Bill's country. We're on the Canadian side. We are only about 45 minutes from Buffalo, and there's a preseason game we might see on the weekend against the Indianapolis Colts, but it's clearly NFL territory down here. It's creeped across the border, and by quote, we're in Bill's country right now. Well, I'm glad I asked. But so on these topics, um, uh, Jason and Red Deer says, real hockey fans will go watch no matter when the tourney is. And that's a fact. Again, there's only 1,300 seats left for the game Wednesday, Canada's first game. How is this a problem? We had that many left when the tournament was in Saskatoon, and I'll never forget James Duffy was on the air talking about that at the time. Remember the green jerseys? He's like, we're not used to seeing unsold seats but it's become a trend even the Oilers had games where they didn't sell out last year how is this a thing and by the way the Edmonton Elks would love to be on the front cover of the Edmonton Sun scandal or not they would love to be so I'm just saying people are trying to stir something up and it's pissing me off Mike in Toronto before that yeah go ahead if I can they were playing in venues like in Red Deer and in other smaller venues they hadn't transferred into the big big 15 to 20,000 seat NHL arenas yet, right? I mean, at scale, we were seeing Team Canada play in these, you know, mid-tier centers. So, yeah, you were selling out. They hadn't gone up to the 20,000 seat venues that all that much, and now they're doing it every year. Um, for sure. And, Darren, I thought of this, too, by the way. 
Remember about a year ago when we decided, you and I and our staff, we'd like to be a hockey show? Hockey first. And here we are at the World Juniors. As hosted by the World Junior Hockey Championship, we'll be broadcasting live from Rogers Place. We manifested it. Hockey show. Partnering with these guys and gals. I couldn't be more happy. The CFL people uh, have a lot of comments here. Uh, Northside YEG, whom we haven't heard from in some time. Hey, does anyone think that this Elks team up in Edmonton here might be one of the worst CFL teams of all time? Dude, you must be young because there's been a lot of dreadful, dreadful CFL teams. This Edmonton Elks team is not one of them. Shoot, they're two and six right now, which we're going to carry this over into the next segment. I looked at the standings today, Darren. I, I had an epiphany wandering the lobby of uh, River Cree here. A couple of things. Uh, well, number one, Nathan Rourke threw for, what, 477 yards the other night for the BC Lions. And, yes, they destroyed Edmonton. And I was, the Blue Jays were playing a night game. So I was going back and forth between the Blue Jays and the, the Lions and Elks. And every time I flicked back, Darren, uh, Darren, Duran Carter was getting torched for a touchdown. And I'm like, maybe, may, maybe we need to end the experiment of Deron Carter on the corner because he's not meant to play there. Um, and I didn't watch enough of the game, but you Elks fans tell me, or BC fans, were they not picking on Deron Carter? Because it certainly looked that way in the little amounts that I watched. But anyways, it really ticks me off. I see people on Facebook, Ryder fans, of course, and some Lions fans saying, oh, it'll be terrible when Nathan Rourke goes to the NFL. I sure hope that Nathan Rourke doesn't go to the NFL. Can we stop and can we please be happy for somebody to achieve success and want the best for them? Please, for once. If the kid deserves to be in the NFL, I hope he gets to the NFL. And stop being so freaking selfish. Ah, oh, nerve touched. And then these standings with the top six. There's your rant for Bronco plumbing and heating. I didn't expect it to come out like that. Um, top six, all five West Division teams would be in the playoffs if they went to a top six format, and they need to do it. We're going to talk about that and more when we come back, plus Blue Jays, because it is summer, and uh, CEBL playoffs are deep into them. So we'll be right back. Moose, don't move. Peter Labardius and Ethan Morrow coming up as well. You're watching the RP Show. We're live on Game Plus Television, live streaming on YouTube, and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. What a gorgeous place, by the way. September 9th, Tim Hicks, 0-60 tour, 2022 with special guest Robin Ottolini here at River Creek, delivering track after track with unparalleled quality and consistency. Hicks' ascent is an elite chart-topping act since making his country label debut in 2013 is undeniable right here at River Creek. Uh, let's bring the moose back in on this Monday. It is the warm-up and on the way today, Peter Labardius, Ethan Morrow, and Serena Taylor. By the way, Ido, brand new week. I just got to tell you about Ido Japan. 
delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. We'll dive back into the CFL pool in a moment, but I did not mention the poll question today for Capital Automall University Collision Center, and it is this. Where will Canada finish at the 2022 World Juniors here in Edmonton? Your options are gold, silver, and bronze, or out of the medals. I voted for gold. Clark, do we have a sample size from YouTube from the viewers? Yeah, 71% say gold. I voted gold. It's Canada. It's a hockey tournament. Hello. What are you voting, Moose? Yeah, I'm absolutely voting gold, Rod, 100%. Yeah, I think they're ready to go. And um, with the group they have led by Bedard, yeah, I think they'll be in that game for sure, and I think they'll win it. I wanted to spend a little more time on this while I have you. Because after hour one, Moose, I'll let you go do your thing there with the uh, Canada Summer Games. I'm watching Dave Cameron today. I know Dave, the Canada uh, coach for the World Juniors. And he said, and I'm watching on closed captioning on the treadmill because I forgot my headphones again. Doesn't matter. He said uh, about Bedard, he goes, I, well, let's keep the expectations low. And I'm like, are we still doing this? <laughs> are we still doing this about Connor? Because I think he meets all the expectations. He shatters them. And listen, <laughs> very, very close friend of mine, as you know, is Jordan Eberle, voted the greatest Team Canada World Junior of all time, Darren. I think Connor Bedard would be next. And I don't think Ebbs wants to give up that label. I know the kid very well. He's got a healthy enough ego. We all do. You need it to be successful. But if he relinquishes it to Connor Bedard and another Regina Pat, I think he'd be fine with that. The kid's already broken Wayne Gretzky's uh, goal record by 16-year-old. He did it last year. Um, This is still, we've talked about it before, Connor Bedard and Team Canada. What do you think about expectations with Connor Bedard? Yeah, I think, you know what? We need to keep piling the expectations on the kid. I know at some point you want to, you know, you still, he's still a kid, so you still want to protect him. But every time you throw an expectation in front of him, he meets it. It seems like everybody around him is worried that we're putting too much pressure on him. And they just want what's best for him. They want to protect him. But I think if you ask the kid, and he's too nice to say it, but I think he'd said, no, I got this. And I'll take it. And what else do you got? Give me some more expectations because that's all he does is deliver. Uh, he's like UPS. All he does is deliver. He should get a sponsorship from them. Uh, by the way, Jeff, uh, Jeff, the Stamps fan, says it would be nice to see some new countries emerge as hockey powers. No! Did you forget what country you're in? We need to win every tournament every year. We're not, hey, this is what we thought about the Stampeders winning Grey Cups every year. It would be nice to have other teams in the Grey Cup. Jeff, would you agree with that? I'm starting to question your hockey fandom. Uh, Noogsy's watching, you know, Noogsy. The Elliot Friedman of the SJHL. Noogsy writes in, he says, uh, Connor has never, ever struggled with expectations. No, I'm not worried about that. And Terry, by the way, Carrier says, just saying 1,300 less people sells out Northlands. I don't know what he's mean. I guess he's saying in the old Oilers rink, they'd have sold it out with the amount of tickets that are sold. How is this a thing? I'm sorry, Edmonton son, but you need to be better. This is, annoys me. World Juniors, a tough sell for hockey fans. Really? Because the rink's almost sold out. Stop with the fake news. 
Um, I will just read a couple more points, then we'll jump back to the CFL. Point five of the Quick Six Show topics, Darren, was the Toronto Blue Jays escaped Minnesota on Sunday with a split in their four-game series, beating the Twins 3-2 in 10 innings on a controversial call. Kevin Biggio hit a sack fly in the 10th to drive in Whit Merrifield. He was originally called out at the plate, Merrifield, but the call was reversed after Twins catcher Gary Sanchez was deemed to have interfered, which he did. I don't even know how it had to go to a replay. Jays open a three-game series against the Orioles tonight in Baltimore, and point six, the Scarborough Shooting Stars advanced to the Canadian Elite Basketball League, uh, Basketball League Championship weekend with a 108-96 win over the Saskatchewan Rattlers at home. On Sunday, the Shooting Stars will take on the Niagara River Lions in the semifinals. So that is the wrap on the weekend sports, but we still got plenty of, plenty of time with Darren here and the viewers. Uh, Stephen Jacobson in North Dakota very interesting. He goes, I don't hear any coverage of the juniors here in America. Does America have a team this year? Hmm. Yeah, they're playing tomorrow. And then, Stephen, if you can get here, we got tickets for you. Text World Juniors to 902-518-3033. They're playing Germany Tuesday. We got free tickets for anybody who wants to text in. That courtesy, the World Junior Hockey Championship Host Committee. No coverage. Of, it's amazing, Darren. That 40, when it comes to hockey, and a lot of other things. That 49th parallel might as well be the Berlin Wall. He's in North Dakota, for God's sakes. He says he doesn't hear anything about Team USA at the World Juniors. Very hard to believe, I would think. What are your, yeah. what are your thoughts on that? I know. But I think it's you know, the difference. Like it's, it's covered. The hockey people you know, get the coverage and love it, and, and they follow it, and they've got a lot of fans, and it's getting very popular in the U.S. But as we've learned... The World Juniors is carried on the NHL network, which isn't available in every household. The World Juniors is carried on TSN and on all TSN platforms. And I think TSN 1 is carried on every basic cable television package across the country. So it's, you know, the U.S., 300 million people and Canada, 30 million people. I still think TSN's probably in more homes across our country than NHL network is across the U.S. maybe. Um, so it's just more accessible and that's a culture. The um, Stephen saying he's coming to Edmonton wants to know if I want a tower pizza. Tower pizza is king. Hell yes. Tower, tower pizza is king from Estevan. But no, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm eating steak. I'm eating steak up here in Edmonton, man. I don't have time for pizza. That's the way they're treating us here at River Cree. I can't. I can't. I, I love Alberta. I love it. Where are we? Oh, and, and listen, I'm not going to go any further down this because I do want to get back to the CFL. If you want to find the coverage of USA Hockey at the World Juniors, you can find it. Todd Pinkney has said Julie Robenheimer is in Edmonton covering it. She is from the United States. Get NHL Network. They have all the games. I spend half my time in America. You have to search it out. It's not shoved in front of your face like the NFL is and other leagues in the States, and in Canada, that's where the CFL's struggling. The CFL is not shoved in your face enough. And it's a thesis, it's a paper that I'd like to write, but I'm not going to university, so I won't. I only talk about the CFL because we're fans. Would you not agree, uh, Darren? And um, Ryan in Saratoga, New York, says, to piggyback on Dupe's point, in the U.S., if it's not on any of the ESPN channels, people generally don't hear about it. So... Yeah, he's a hundred percent right. I'm not going to go any further down that road. But can I go? Can I walk this back? I got to. I got to get out of the comments here. 
because I don't have you for much longer, Moose. Number one, Nathan Rourke to the NFL. I want him to go as soon as possible. He'll finish this year out if his contract's up with the Lions. I want what's best for the kid because he deserves it. And what's going on with the BC Lions is me. I love it. Those are great guys. They've worked hard, and they deserve the buzz that they're getting. And then two, this top six playoff format, I'm, I'm losing... If you want to know why I think the CFL is slipping off the radar, it has a credibility problem in this country with fans. Like, it always kind of has, but at least we were getting 25, 30, 35,000 to games in major markets 20 years ago. Now we're not, like, we're not. They got to get real. And the best teams have to be in the playoffs. And I think they should have an emergency board reading, uh, meeting. They've had CFL meetings here at River Cree, I'm told. I'll, I'll give up the Chiefs boardroom here for a day for them to come in and have a vote and say, let's go to a top sex format starting this year because it's embarrassing. It's a credibility problem. Your thoughts? Let's start there. And you know what? It's not unprecedented in sports. We've seen it um, with junior hockey, right? When a host team at a Memorial Cup um, doesn't do the work or doesn't um, pull the right strings – to get a team competitive enough to play in a national championship, they'll pull the tournament and put it in a different host city with a more competitive team, right? On the fly, you know, in the moment. Doesn't happen often. I don't know really when it's happened, but, you know, we hear that conversation all the time. So the CFL could potentially mid-season just be like, whoop, we're switching the playoff format. (laughs) But I think the bigger issue here is not making sure the best teams are in the Grey Cup or in the playoffs, but about making sure that the East has competitive teams and actually is part of the mix. How do we fix it? Because we don't want to lose Eastern Canada from the playoffs and have this whole side of the country tune out. You know, there's a lot of people here, right? And you want to engage them. But at some point, when all the best teams are happening in the West, as a fan of the game, you want to see the best teams play in the games that matter the most. Yeah, well, I don't know what the answer is, but they better get their ass in gear. Did you guys just say something to me? Did you just say something to me? From the mothership? Oh, we're good. Okay. Ken Pearson, watching on Game Plus Television in Nipawa, Manitoba. He says, loving the rants today. <laughs> I can't even remember what I ranted about. I'm moving on. Uh, Chris Tom is watching on Game Plus Television in Heidelberg, Ontario. Listen up, people. This is what Chris says. I live about an hour west of Toronto, and I have a huge, I'm a huge Ryder fan, and there was no CFL interest here at all. I love seeing the Riders when they come to southern Ontario to see all the sane Ryder fans. I think he meant same, because Ryder fans aren't sane. He says, it's awesome. He goes, uh, my 12-year-old daughter is a Ryder fan. Well, thank you, Chris, but it's like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know. God helps those that help themselves. You've heard that? They got to help themselves. Because I sit here, and we, Darren and I said a year or two ago, we want to become a hockey show. What did Paul say, the infamous Paul? More hockey, more hockey, more hockey. And here we are, invited to beat the World Juniors. We did it! And the CFL, I just, they got a credibility problem, and when a one, the one in seven Ottawa Red Blacks were in the playoff chase, how are you supposed to take that seriously? And the guys are saying, is Edmonton Elks this year, is Edmonton Elks the worst CFL team ever? They, well, they should be in the playoffs because they're better than all the teams in the East. So I don't know. I'd like to see them do it. Do you, 
Do you ever think we'll see the day, Moose, before I let you go, that they do this, that they go to top six? I, to top six. Yes, but it's a long conversation we could get into, and maybe not now, obviously. But it would happen if, you know, Toronto and Montreal, big centers, joined in, you know, this is the XFL conference. They joined up in a North American league, right? And the rest of the league bounced over. But I think as long as we have all these teams in Eastern Canada, uh, they're going to do whatever they can to, to try and make sure we have balance and, and keep those markets engaged in the playoffs, unfortunately. CFL great Arlen Bruce III is watching. He's in Vancouver, and he says the River Cree Resort and Casino has the best $4 and $8 dealer's choice kill limit game in the city on Fridays and Saturdays. I was thinking of Arlen Bruce the other day because I was at a laundromat, and I'm thinking loonies and toonies, toonies and loonies. Do you take loonies and toonies? No, they only take quarters. Moose, I'm going to let you go, sir. You have a great day, and I appreciate your input. Hey, I appreciate it. And just one note. You mentioned Tim Hicks coming to River Cree. He actually performed at the opening ceremonies two nights ago and was unbelievable. So they're going to sell a ton of tickets for that show. Yeah, good stuff. Tim Hicks is fantastic. I've interviewed him before, had him on my show. Thanks, Moose. Do we have Lou yet, guys? Yet, guys. Okay, when we come back, we'll be talking World Junior Preview. I cannot wait with Peter Labardius of the Calgary Flames broadcast crew. We're live from River Cree Resort and Casino in Edmonton, site of the 2022 World Juniors, and we'll be right back on Game Plus Television. We're also live streaming on YouTube, and you can always catch the podcast wherever the best podcasts are found, including Amazon, Google, Apple, Stitcher, and Spotify. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. RP Show continues live from River Cree Resort and Casino and Edmonton is hosting the world this summer. The World Juniors are back from August 9th to the 20th. That's tomorrow. Purchase your tickets today at HockeyCanada.ca starting as low as $40. And we'll, I could stay in River Cree for probably the rest of my life, for sure the next two weeks, but we're going to be moving into Rogers Place beginning tomorrow and for the next two weeks, broadcasting from right inside the arena of the World Juniors. And joining us to preview the tourney is Peter Labardius. And Lou, I was just thinking this in the break. Um, Memorial Cup World Juniors, what's your favorite tourney, or is that too difficult? Is that not a fair question? Well, it's a fair question. It's not an easy answer. Um, for a long time, it would have been tie goes to the runner uh, <laughs> and still probably is, right? It's, it's yeah, I can't pick. Um, I, I might put the World Junior just a tad ahead at this point. Now, if I was still doing the Memorial Cup, which I did for eight years, that might be a different story. But I, I love them both and I've loved them my whole life. So not easy to pick between the two. They are both fantastic. You're right. So I can't imagine your excitement level as this tournament faces off Tuesday and gets rolling from there. Uh, Canada's chances, Lou, let's start there. Everybody's asking me, but I'd like to put it to you. You follow it more closely than I do. I like this team. I don't like it quite as much as I did at Christmas time. So 16 players have returned, but nine players have not returned from that team who started the tournament and won a couple of games before COVID ended up shutting it down right before New Year's Eve. So 
you know, no power, no Caden Gooley, who would have played, I understand, but is hurt. And the Montreal Canadiens prospect is even questionable, I understand, for camp. Now, everyone else on the defense is back. Uh, Forward-wise, there's some, you know, very key people, whether it be Maverick Bork or Xavier Borgo and, you know, Wyatt Johnson, who was as good a player as there was in junior hockey this year. In Windsor, he's hurt, so he's not available. He wasn't there at Christmas, but he would have been the Dallas Stars' first-rounder. So I like the team. I think they're going to be incredibly competitive. I like their goaltending. Um, but I have to say, Rod, at Christmas time, I thought they were truly the best team in the tournament. Now I think they find themselves very much in an exciting four-way mix at the top. Uh, just, you know, some of these guys, Gino in Okotoks says, could Lou just bunk with you, Rod, at Rogers Place for two weeks? I hear he's good people. Uh, Jason in red here wants to talk about Jonathan Huberdo, and we will get to that. Hold your horses, everybody. Um, the fact that Russia's not here, that has a, an effect on both the individual and team level. Your thoughts on them being excluded from the tournament, what it means to the uh, competition. Well, it, it takes away a massive team and, and the Russians right now are in a cycle where, you know, they are loaded, including Matvey Michkov, who very likely will go no lower than two at the upcoming National Hockey League draft. And I don't, from my viewings, and I haven't had one of Michkov for a while, obviously, neither is anybody else. Um, and I'm not even watching the KHL anymore, even on video. I, I just won't go there. Um, but they have a lot of talented players. So they're a big loss, Rod, from the tournament, but we know why that is, and I fully support them not being there. So that's how I'd answer that question. How does that hurt Mishkov, though? Because Bedard's getting this opportunity to be on the national, international stage. <laughs> this will just solidify him as number one. Or, like, do you think he has anything to worry about with Mishkov usurping him to be number one next June? Well, it's 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 hard to say, but you know, if you're Matvey Michkov, this is a glorious missed opportunity. Now, remember, Connor Bedard's going to play in Halifax as well. Um, Matvey Michkov is not, so Connor's going to get two World Junior opportunities prior to the draft to really stake his claim. And as far as Michkov is concerned, you know. It's not everything to scouts. You and I both know that. Your father was a very, very good one for a long time. Um, but any time you get a chance for best on best or, you know, number one against number two, however you want to read it, that's that's a lost opportunity twice for Meechkov, for sure. We're assuming Canada is going to win the gold. That's what our voters are saying in our daily poll for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center that they will, and I hope that I'm they do. I'm not assuming that. Okay, well, who's their biggest threat? Who's the number with Russia out? Who's the biggest threat to them winning gold? I think Finland. I think Finland. They have returned virtually everybody back. They're solid on defense, led by Toronto Maple Police prospect Papi Nimala. They have a terrific group of forwards that includes Atu Ratti, who had COVID. So he wasn't available at Christmas time. He is now. They have highly toted Brad Lambert, Joachim Kemmel, 
Ronnie Hervonen, another Toronto Maple Leaf pick. This team is loaded. Uh, I, I would say that on paper, they're as good as anyone that has made their way to Edmonton, for sure. And the Americans will be absolutely no slouch. And I think I think the Swedes might be just a tad underneath those two teams and Canada, for that matter. Well, it's very weird, I think, if I'm right. Dylan Garand is the only player from the silver medal winning team from the last finished tournament that the USA won. I'm, I'm correct in that, am I not? Who did, who did you say from the U.S.? Dylan Guerin, the, the goal. T- no, 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 for Canada, for Canada. Yeah, he'd be the only guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a major, major turnover, which is cool because we have kind of a wide open field here. Now the viewers are going nuts, Lou, on the Flames, and that's a good thing. I would think you yes, would agree. They, they want to talk, yes, uh, positively about the Huberdeau deal. Um, did it catch you off guard, your thoughts on it and what it means to the team? Well, it did catch me off guard when it happened. Um, I almost fell off the couch at 11 o'clock that night when it broke. I think Brad Treleving uh, made an absolutely marvelous deal, sending Matthew Kachuk to Florida. Um, I've a, been a big proponent of Jonathan Huberto uh, since his days in St. John with the Sea Dogs and watched him be an MVP at the 2011 Memorial Cup. He's coming off his best year. And, you know, I haven't talked, even though I've been in Calgary and area for a long time, it, it is the absolute buzz. Was funny though, Rod. In terms of his signing, it's always interesting to me when somebody signs a big deal because the focus sometimes is on the back end of the deal and what are you going to do between years thirty-four and thirty-eight? Well, what about years between thirty and thirty-four? And and the other part for me is, and, and I understand why it was an incredible crowd favorite and. People here absolutely love Johnny Gaudreau basically since day one, but I'm not sure I would have seen some of that social media reaction if Johnny would have elected to stay for what I'm told is exactly the same amount of money, and they're two and a half months apart in age. So it's so it's interesting, but I I love I love Huberto. I think Uyghur's really going to make a massive difference. People aren't talking about this guy enough for me. And even Cole Schwint, who is a high-character guy, had a huge year in the American League, big right-handed center out of the Ontario League, wins face-offs. I wouldn't even be surprised if he enters into the equation this season. So after a week where a lot of Flames fans looked like they were headed down the road towards the Bow River, glad you got the life raft. Because I think your team is pretty darn good as a result of that trade. And we'll, we'll see. We're not done yet in terms of player movement heading towards training camp. In 10 seconds or less, are the Flames better, the same, or worse than the team that finished last year as we sit here today? I actually think they have a chance to be better when it matters most. Sounds good. Uh, appreciate it. Ships ahoy, Lou. Let the good times roll. Enjoy the hockey. Yeah, absolutely. I I will. I'll see you in Edmonton. Bye, right.
All right. Can't wait. Peter Labardius from the Calgary Flames Radio Crew. When we come back, viewer takeover and a sports update. Ethan Morrow and Serena Taylor coming up in hour two. You're watching the RP Show live from River Cree Resort and Casino on Game Plus TV and 24-hour sports radio streaming now at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Beautiful morning here in the City of Champions. We're broadcasting live from inside there, River Cree Resort and Casino. A sports update, the Scarborough Shooting Stars advanced to the Canadian Elite Basketball League Championship weekend with a 108-96 win over the Saskatchewan Rattlers at home on Sunday. The Shooting Stars will now move on to face the Niagara River Lions in the semifinals. So Sask's season can put... The Toronto Blue Jays batting 500 after six games of a nine-game road trip will be in Baltimore tonight to open a three-game series against the Orioles. The Jays, 6-4 and four in their past 10, and coming off a 3-2, 10-inning win on Sunday in Minnesota are two games up on the Mariners and Rays in the AL wildcard race. Lefty Yusei Kikuchi pitches for Toronto tonight. And Canada won four gold medals on the penultimate day of the Commonwealth Games on Sunday, Evan Dunphy started things off by winning the men's 10,000-meter race walk. Kyra Constantine ran a superb anchor leg to lift the women's 4x100 relay team to gold. And world champion Sarah Pavin and Melissa Humana Paredes captured beach volleyball gold, while Tamara Tebow won boxing gold. So well done to all those kids. This sports update for Edo Japan, delicious Japanese-inspired meals and snacks made to order with high-quality ingredients. We're getting close to the lunch hour out here in Western Canada. Why not make uh, Edo your choice? Uh-uh-uh. Okay, it is viewer takeover, as I said. Whatever you want to talk about, you want to get the CFL out, you can get it out now because we're not going to be talking about it much next hour. Um. Chad in Red Deer says, hey, Rod, I hate to disagree, but you're wrong, in my opinion. It's not healthy for hockey to have Canada win every year. Internationally, international hockey was invented to spread the game. Hope for Canada, yes, but dot, dot, dot. Well, Ted and Red Deer, you watch this show every day. I, think you, I would think that you realize that I was being facetious. In Canada, where hockey's number one, And the thing is, I didn't even really realize this until I got out of Canada, started spending as much time in the United States, specifically Florida. The love for hockey in Canada. Um, As Dan Moriarty said, remember him, NHL Cool Shots, when he was on the show? Add up Americans' love for football, basketball, and baseball, put it together. That's how much Canada loves hockey. So my point, do you not want your team to win every year? I hated the slogan, it's our game. Last minute of play in hour one. Last minute of play. I hated the slogan, it's our game. But that's how Canadians feel about hockey. They don't want anybody winning every year. Do you not want your team in the Grey Cup every year, the Stanley Cup final every year? So while I agree with you, I'm talking most Canadians don't want to be challenged for number one. That's all. Uh... 
30 seconds. Thank you. Thank you. John in Edmonton says, Rod, what's happening with the Calgary Roughnecks? Are they going to be moving to a different location now that the farm team is playing in the Saddledom? The Flames have yet to announce it. I've heard all kinds of things. Seven Chiefs Arena, Max Bell, all kinds of rumors, but I'm waiting for Calgary Sports and Entertainment Corporation to announce it themselves. Hour two coming up with Serena Taylor, I think, and Ethan Morrow. Stick around, everybody, after this break. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.